0: Welcome to The Bone Coach Show, dedicated to helping you understand all things related to diet, lifestyle, bone health, and how you can live and thrive with low bone density and osteoporosis. I'm your host, Kevin Ellis, certified health coach, health and wellness speaker, and above all else, your bone coach. After being diagnosed with osteoporosis in my early 30s, I transformed my health through diet and lifestyle and now help my clients and community members do the same through my online coaching practice, Bone Coach, Com. Look, there are no quick and easy cures for low bone density, but the choices we make every single day can have a powerful impact on our bones, our health, and our general well-being. I'll share the research, interview the experts, and help you figure out how to get the conditions right in your body so you can better your bones through diet and lifestyle. Short disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor and this show should not be considered medical advice. Always consult with your healthcare team before making medical decisions and changes to your diet and lifestyle. With that being said, let's get on with the show.
1: So I called my doctor and they said, you actually need to go straight to the emergency room. You could bleed to death if you don't go right now. The benefit of taking prednisone was that I wasn't going to die, that my immune system would stop attacking my footlets so that I wouldn't bleed to death. We know that there are tons of side effects. There are actually more side effects to prednisone than any other drug. There's 150. Those are tons of side effects, but breathing is huge if you can't breathe you're going to die
0: this is such an important topic i would so much prefer people to understand the risks the side effects uh the implications of use of something like this up front versus some of the people i've had conversations with you know a year two years later didn't even have any idea if you haven't done so already especially if you're newly diagnosed with osteopenia or osteoporosis Or if your most recent bone density scan still showed more bone loss, go ahead and pause this episode and head over to bonecoach.com to sign up for your free seven-day osteoporosis kickstart guide. That's going to give you everything you need step by step by step over the next seven days to get on the path to improvement and stronger bones. You won't want to miss that. So pause this right now, head over to bonecoach.com and I'll be here as soon as you get back. Welcome, welcome to this episode of The Bone Coach Show. In this episode, we're talking about the number one medication that contributes to bone loss and osteoporosis, and that's prednisone. Prednisone is the 22nd most commonly prescribed drug in America and is used for reducing inflammation associated with a variety of different conditions, the most common being rheumatoid arthritis. Today, we're going to talk about what this drug is, how it contributes to bone loss, important considerations if it's recommended to you, some of the myths associated with prednisone use, and finally, what you can do to help yourself if you're suffering while taking prednisone. Joining us today to help explore this in greater depth is Dr. Megan Milne. Dr. Megan is a third-generation pharmacist who experienced a mysterious rash and nearly bled to death, starting a roller coaster medical journey. One day, she was a normal, healthy young mother of four children, and the next she was forced to take prednisone to save her life. This inspired her to become the prednisone pharmacist, to overcome side effects and invent uh, Neutronizone, the first and only supplement for people on prednisone. She earned her Doctor of Pharmacy degree at the University of Utah College of Pharmacy, and is a board certified ambulatory care pharmacist. Megan was given the Innovative Pharmacist of the Year Award for her efforts launching a special program at a Fortune 200 healthcare company. She enjoys speaking professionally and has been invited to speak across the country throughout her career. Megan has the heart of a teacher, having been offered faculty teaching positions at both a medical school and a pharmacy school. Her mission is to help people on prednisone to not just survive the side effects, but to thrive while on prednisone. So Megan, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm glad you could be here. Uh, So I actually want to dive into your story a little bit. So how, how did you become the prednisone pharmacist.
1: So one day I had this weird infection and suddenly I got these little red dots on my chest and I was like, what is that? So I Google doctored myself and I was like, oh yeah, I remember learning about that in pharmacy school. Those are petechiae, huh, weird. I wonder why I'm having that. By the end of the day, it had spread from my chest all the way down to my feet. So I talked to my dermatologist and I said, please, order me a a blood test because I think I'm bleeding inside. And he's like, eh, I don't know about that. Well, two hours later when they couldn't contact me, my husband called me and said, Hey, uh, honey, the doctor is like really worried about you. There's something like platelets. I don't know. And I was like, okay. So I called them and they're like, you need to go to your doctor right now. I'm like, okay. So I called my doctor and they said, You actually need to go straight to the emergency room. You could bleed to death if you don't go right now. All right, so I went to the emergency room and what they had found is that my platelets, that's a a part of your blood that clots, that makes it so you don't bleed to death, was 12. And normal was 150 to 400. So I was like flatlining when it came to my platelets. By the time they tested me again in the emergency room, I was only at three platelets. I was a ticking time bomb, even though I felt fine. I just had these weird red dots on me and they diagnosed me with ITP and that's idiopathic thrombocytopenia purpura, or the new name is immune thrombocytopenia, but you don't need to worry about those fancy medical terms. What matters is what they treated me with and to save my life, they gave me prednisone and prednisone was a miracle. It took my platelets from three all the way up to 160 overnight. It was a miracle. I was so grateful to have that drug. But when they had said, hey, we're gonna prescribe prednisone, I I just had this huge sinking feeling. Not that drug. I remember learning about that one in pharmacy school. I don't wanna go there. I don't wanna touch that one with a 10 foot pole. I know how bad it was just in those textbooks, on those tests and quizzes. I remember that it had so many side effects and I don't wanna go there, but I had to do it. The benefits for me definitely outweighed the risks. I did not want to die. I wanted to raise my cute little four kids. I wanted to get out of that hospital in less than a week that they told me and be home to take them trick or treating on Halloween. And so I took my prednisone and it kept working until they would try to take me slowly off the prednisone. And then it seemed that overnight my platelets would crash again. And so then they would go back up to a higher dose of prednisone and my platelets would go up. But then as they slowly tried to take me off the prednisone, my platelets would crash. And so over months, I did this roller coaster of high doses of prednisone, trying to go off and my platelets crashing over and over. It was this emotional and miserable roller coaster, just hoping that my platelets would stay where they were supposed to, and they wouldn't. And so they finally said, all right, you can either give up your spleen because your spleen might be causing this, or you can go on chemotherapy. (laughs) I didn't know which was worse, chemo or having an organ removed. And I didn't want to go under the knife. And so I said, let's do chemo. So after my second dose of chemo, I was trying to take a nap with my little toddler and I was staring at the ceiling because I'd spent all night the night before not sleeping and the night before that and the night before that. And all I wanted to do was just sleep. But the combination of the prednisone and the chemotherapy made it so I could not sleep, even take a nap. It was horrible. And I'm sitting there staring at the ceiling and suddenly I had this epiphany and it was that people on prednisone need more than what the doctors are telling them and sharing with them. And I want to go way more in depth about what I really learned, but that is how I started my journey to become the prednisone pharmacist because there's so much more that people need to know.
0: And, and what surprised you the most about taking prednisone?
1: So I had known those textbook answers to my questions in pharmacy school. I had known that there was weight gain. I had known that there was insomnia, all of these side effects. I didn't understand how dramatic and life changing they were. That not only did you no longer look like yourself because you have what they call moon face when there's the fat deposited on your cheeks and chin. That you don't look like yourself in the mirror, but you also don't feel like yourself inside because it also causes personality changes. And so you feel as if you are driving someone else's car, that it's not your car and the seat's not adjusted to fit you. And you don't even know how to change gears because it's like cruise. it, It doesn't have like cruise control and automatic transmission. It's suddenly you're expected to drive a totally different car. And it was horrible. I hated the way I looked. I hated the way I felt. And I couldn't believe how many side effects I was suffering. It was close to 30 different things that I was personally experiencing.
0: And thats I know that's, that's common for a lot of people that are on prednisone. And that's a big challenge for a lot of people. And, and when you found out that you had to take prednisone long term, what were you really worried about?
1: So I had known that when I'm talking to a patient on prednisone, I should warn them about osteoporosis and they should take calcium and vitamin D. But what is hard about osteoporosis and bone loss in general is you can't see it. You can't smell it, you can't taste it. Like these other prednisone side effects, like hair loss, my hair was falling out, I could feel that happening. Muscle wasting, I could see my arms and legs getting skinnier. Those were visible and the emotional changes and the insomnia were like screaming, the hunger were screaming, they were so loud. But I knew that there was this bone loss, that it was happening. And it was so scary because I didn't know how bad it was, if it was happening and if it was where I had started. I had thought when they originally prescribed the prednisone that I would be on it for like a week and then everything would be okay. And I would I would have platelets back and my whole health journey would be over because the prescriptions that I always saw in the pharmacy were just like 10 days. But that wasn't the case for me. It was months, months and months. It was over eight months that I was on prednisone. And so if I had known I was going to be on it long-term, I wished they had taken a, like a baseline test to show me this is what your bones were like when you started, because I really thought I was going to be off of it soon and it didn't happen and it didn't happen. <laughs> and so I got worried that there was just simple bone loss that could progress to osteoporosis. And then the worst of all, I think the very worst side effect of prednisone is something called osteonecrosis, Necra meaning death. Osteo meaning bone. So bone death. And people in their 30s have to get hip replacements because the top of their long bone, their femur, dies. The part that that inserts into their hip is dead. And they have to have a hip replacement in their 30s. And I was terrified that that was going to be me. I was so worried that I actually was like, oh, my gosh, I'm having the symptoms that, like, you can't lift your leg right and sitting down on a car it would just like hurt and I even begged my doctor for a CT scan because you can't even detect it on an x-ray if you're having this kind of a problem and so I was terrified that if I was on it long term I was going to have these terrible consequences excuse me, consequences.
0: What is the likelihood that it's, it's going to do these things, that it's gonna to contribute to bone loss and osteoporosis, that it's gonna to contribute to osteonecrosis?
1: So it it's going to cause bone loss in everyone. It's just, is it going to be bad enough to cause a complication, uh, like a fracture, like a break? And um, there are several studies um, off the top of my head, I'm thinking there's one that showed about 5% of people in their first three months had a fracture. And so one in 20 people taking prednisone broke a bone in their first three months of taking prednisone. And I didn't want to be that person. Sure. <laughs> all.
0: Sure. So can we can we talk about how does this actually happen? How what is the the science behind how prednisone contributes to bone loss, and osteoporosis?
1: Okay. So this is really important to understand. Prednisone is mimicking our body's natural hormone called cortisol. And cortisol is what saves us in stressful situations. It's this hormone that allows us to survive terrible stress, whether it's um, a famine, not having enough food, whether it's a tiger chasing you, whether it's Uh, somebody beating you up and you just need to survive long enough to heal from all of that trauma. Cortisol does these miraculous things for us, but it's doing it at a cost. When cortisol is ramping up naturally in our bodies, it is stealing from Peter to pay Paul. So it's stealing from your bones, it's stealing from your muscles, and it's doing so to increase your blood sugar so that you have the energy to run away from that tiger so that you have enough reserves, you're using those reserves up to survive that famine. And so it's stealing literally from your bones and your muscles to get the fuel that it needs to survive right now. And that's a price that we need to pay when we're having that kind of a stress naturally. And so when we take prednisone, we are increasing that cortisol 10 100 1000 times stronger than what our body naturally is releasing during those stressful situations which is a miracle for people like who have a m- m- um, multiple sclerosis exacerbation which is maybe making them go blind in one eye having a 1000 times greater ability to save that eye is worth it but it's stealing from your bones, it's stealing from your muscles and all sorts of other things in your body. And what the it's not just your bones and your muscles though. It's all over your body, how it's causing the osteoporosis. So one thing um, that I didn't understand was that bones are not, like I, I somehow understood that bones were like a, a rock. Like they're hard, and they're impenetrable and there's nothing you can do to change them. But I've since discovered that bones are more like a, a tree and they, they're, they're flexible and they bend and they're living and there's an immune system in there. And it's, the bone is made up of all of these cells that are either building or taking away. So this summer, my children and I have been exploring the world virtually. Each week, we do a different letter and country that corresponds. So um, we've done A is for Australia, and we flew to Australia digitally. And last week, we went to Italy. And I is for Italy. And in Italy, there is a beautiful city called Venice. And Venice is famous for the canals and those long, skinny boats with a a guy pushing them called uh, gondolas. And... What's interesting about Venice is it's a city on water. And there's a reason we don't normally build cities in water. And that's because the buildings will wear away eventually. That when water and stone or water and wood meet, the water just seeps in and steals nutrients, right? It, it sucks out those, those minerals like calcium, for example. And so our body is like that. There's this part that is being taken away. And so there are different cells. There are the builders that are called the osteoblasts and prednisone is actively killing them. So the cells that build up your bone are being killed. They are and not only that, prednisone is also blocking them being born. So the people who would be building back up Venice, that we were reading in our book that Venice is, is suffering, like they really need help to build these buildings back up before they're, they wash away, essentially. And so if the people who are trying to build back up Venice are being killed and then their children who would replace them are not even being born, what's going to happen, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is osteoclasts. And those are the bone cell destroyers. They are there to take away all of the dead cells in the bone. And not only is prednisone making them work harder, but it's actually having them make babies faster. So there's more cells killing your bones and less cells building your bones. And that's just in the bone. (laughs) Then there's the gut. Prednisone is blocking your ability to absorb calcium because it's messing with vitamin D in your gut. Vitamin D is vital to absorb the calcium in your gut. And so the combination of those two means you're just not even getting calcium in there to build that bone. Then there's your kidneys and prednisone is making your kidneys pee out calcium. So now you're not absorbing the calcium and you're getting rid of the calcium you do have. Yikes. Finally, the hormones in your body that we need the most to build our bones are called the sex hormones, like testosterone for men and estrogen for women. And prednisone is interfering with those as well. So it's not just a one two punch. It's a you are knocked out completely by taking prednisone. It's your cells are messed with, your calcium is messed with, and you don't even have the other mechanisms like the sex hormones to kick it all back into gear
0: wow and that that's that's a lot of different things taking place that really aren't necessarily working in in someone's favor but um you know when when someone is told that they have to i'll just say that a lot of people in our audience they're you know they're they're Trying to do everything they possibly can to avoid the use of medication. They're they're thinking about the side effects, the short and long term implications of use, or they have that in their mind. Why is it that a doctor is going to prescribe prednisone? Like, what what are they? Why are they recommending this in this case?
1: Yeah. So, like in my situation, the benefit of taking prednisone was that I wasn't going to die. That my immune system would stop attacking my footlets so that I wouldn't bleed to death. That benefit was a miracle, was life-saving. And the risks were huge though for me. And as time went on, the risks got worse because prednisone wasn't working as well as it used to. And so the there's like, imagine I'm holding a scale and on one side is the benefits and on the other side is the risks. At the beginning, the benefits for me were huge. I was not dying. I was not bleeding to death. And the risks were minimal, it seemed. But as time went on and the frenosome didn't work as well, the scale tilted so that the side effects were way worse than the drug itself. And so for other situations, like for example, if you have rheumatoid arthritis so bad that you can't get out of bed on your own. You can't get out of bed to use the bathroom on your own. Then Mm -hmm. the benefits probably outweigh the risks for you because you need to be able to move to survive life. Like that's terrible for other people. They can't breathe. They have sarcoidosis or they have asthma or they have COPD and they literally cannot breathe without prednisone. Then the benefits outweigh those risks. We know that there are tons of side effects. There are actually more side effects to prednisone than any other drug. There's 150 and counting. And those are tons of side effects, but breathing is huge. If you can't breathe, you're going to die. So it's always talking with your doctor to find out what are the benefits for me and my situation? Because often you you might not know specifically in your situation what those benefits are. And then it's understanding those risks. And often I think we as healthcare providers are doing a very poor job of explaining those risks. And that's why I am the prednisone pharmacist. I want people to understand so they can truly make the correct calculation of benefits and risks for their specific situation.
0: And especially... As it relates to, uh, you know, long-term use of prednisone and things like that, and ongoing discussions with someone's doctors about this, is there ever a point where maybe someone is on prednisone for a certain period of time, and they're, you know, working on different diet and lifestyle interventions that that may have a positive impact on whichever condition was originally being treated by prednisone? So, if it was maybe an autoimmune condition like rheumatoid arthritis, you know. Are there diet and lifestyle interventions that can maybe help someone reduce or eventually even taper off of prednisone as well? Like if we're talking about autoimmune, for example, paleo uh, autoimmune protocol, and then maybe transitioning to another type of dietary approach that still supports good bone health, but helps maybe put that autoimmune disease in a remission. Is there a way to eventually get to a point where we can taper that down?
1: Yes. So, that is a vital thing to understand is that the doctors who prescribe prednisone are supposed to give you the lowest effective dose. And so, you only want to take just enough to get whatever is going on under control and then slowly taper it off. One of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking, oh, I feel better, I can stop taking it. You can't, you have to slowly stop taking it so that your body, your normal cortisol system can kick back in. And so we do want to get off of it, if at all possible. So if you're making those lifestyle changes and you're getting that autoimmune condition under control, then yes, work with your doctor to get off it as fast as you can, but don't do it cold turkey.
0: What have you found out, Was there, were there any surprises? about prednisone that, you know, maybe they didn't teach you originally in pharmacy school that you learned later on that you were like, wow, that that's probably something people should know about.
1: Yeah, definitely. It has been mind blowing. The amount of information that is available about prednisone that we don't have is just not there. So prednisone is a super old drug from the 1950s and they didn't have to do the rigorous testing that they do for new drugs these days. And so there's a lack of really quality data about it. And so we just kind of have to make it up. One of the things that they do is they came up with a guideline and the doctors who prescribe prednisone the most, they said, here's how we diagnose osteoporosis. And then here's what we recommend to people who have osteoporosis. And they mentioned things like calcium and vitamin D. And so that's all I thought that there was. And then they say, and then here's some drugs that you can take. And here's some lifestyle changes like quitting smoking and don't don't drink alcohol and make sure you do weight-bearing exercises. Well, there's so much more than that. So one of the things that I thought was that when I was first prescribed prednisone, that I didn't need to worry because it, I was only going to be on it a short time. I didn't need to worry about osteoporosis because I thought that osteoporosis would happen way down the line, long-term. And I discovered that that's not true. That osteoporosis is actually most pronounced. it the most dramatic decrease in bone strength. The highest amount of bone loss is actually in the first three months of therapy. But if you're listening and you're thinking, ah, I'm already past three months. What difference does it make? It continues to worsen as time goes on, but the most dramatic drop is in those first three months. So if you are taking any dose of prednisone, you are at risk for osteoporosis. And I wish I had known that. I wish I had known that if I was going to start any dose of prednisone, I should have begged them right then, give me a DEXA scan so I at least know right now what my bones are like so that I can see how bad it's going to be long-term. So that was the first surprise to me.
0: And I hear that a lot, actually, when I have conversations with people, especially before they come into our programs and things like that, and we're, we're asking them questions about their situation. I hear that a lot. I wish somebody would have just told me these things ahead of time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing was, I thought that the most common break, fracture, bone break would be in my hip like that I would just suddenly be stuck in a wheelchair the rest of my life or something like that. And that's not true. Actually, the most common fracture is in your spine. And often you can't even feel it. You don't even know what's happened until suddenly you're shorter than you used to be. Your spine has compressed. They're called compression fractures. And you are like my grandma. She was my height when she was my age. She was five, six. And when she passed away, she was only 5'2". What happened to those four inches? It was her spine compressing on itself. She lost four inches of height in her spine. And so I knew that I had a family history of osteoporosis. So I was so scared. And I was so surprised to find that that's actually the most common is the they call them vertebral compression fractures. I was so surprised to find that it's the spine instead of like your wrist or your leg or your hip.
0: And a lot of times, it, part of that can be because that area too, uh, those those vertebral bodies, uh, and even in, especially in the lumbar spine area too, that's really a, a a vascular area that has a lot of nutrients coming in. Um, that's usually where people would see the, the most changes most quickly, even if it's improving bone or losing bone, that happens a lot in, in that spine area. Um, any, any other things that, that you yeah. can-
1: So I had been taught, okay, if somebody is at risk for prednisone causing osteoporosis, give them calcium and vitamin D and that's it. And I was shocked to find that that's not it, that there is so much more to what calcium is, not calcium, what prednisone is doing to the nutrients in your body that that calcium and vitamin D are just the beginning they do are they are completely legitimate depletions that's what we call it when we're losing nutrients it's nutrient depletion and but there are more so one of the biggest complaints of people on prednisone is weight gain and not feeling like yourself because you suddenly gained 10 pounds in a week and that's miserable and one of the ways it's happening is because prednisone is, we've talked about it being a steroid, but it's also in the steroid class of molecules. It's a glucocorticoid. And you might hear the beginning of that is glucose, like glucose, sugar. Sugar is being messed with. The way your body uses sugar while you're on prednisone is weird because you need it, like I told you at the beginning with the tiger, you need that sugar in your bloodstream to run away to have the energy to get away from that emergency situation. But this long-term situation is not an emergency and you're not using up that sugar. And so what is happening is there's this nutrient called chromium, this mineral that your body uses to carefully have the correct balance of insulin and sugar in your blood so that everything stays normal. And if you don't have chromium, then it can't stay normal. And that's where the weight gain and the swelling and the moon fakes and all of those things come from, from that low chromium. Nobody mentioned that to me in pharmacy school. Nobody said that at all. And so chromium is vital to having proper blood sugar, proper weight while on prednisone. And those are just the first three. I have a list of at least nine, if not 10 or 11, that are legitimately backed up by scientific articles showing that prednisone is messing with them. And so it's like you are trying, you're wondering why your little potted plant suddenly went yellow and is wilting. And you're thinking, Hmm, why is it yellow? Oh, I should probably give it some fertilizer. And so you give it some fertilizer and you water it and suddenly it springs back to life and it's green and strong again. That's what people on prednisone feel like. They feel like that yellow wilted plant because there's, at least nine nutrients that prednisone is stealing, that they need fertilizer to feel like themselves again.
0: And what are those, you know, what are the other nutrients that that are, are being depleted or, you know, robbed that, that need to be addressed?
1: So we have the calcium, vitamin D, and chromium. Those are the big three. And then there's magnesium. And this one is vital for bone health as well, and blood sugar regulation. And then there is potassium, which is another, potassium and magnesium are so vital for the proper water balance. And then we have a whole bunch of B vitamins. And it's a hormone that prednisone is blocking your body making, and it's called melatonin. And melatonin you need for proper sleep and proper bone making while you're sleeping. And so prednisone is actually blocking that from happening. And So the other, the number one tweeted side effect of prednisone is insomnia. And so people are having insomnia because their body is not able to make melatonin to the same extent as well. They're not on prednisone.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's amazing and interesting. And, um, a little bit scary, you know, when it comes to uh, like I said, a lot of people are trying to do everything they can to avoid the use of medication. Sometimes it sounds like uh, it may be necessary. There is a way to taper down and, and get off of those things, um, and then also addressing then some of these nutrient depletions and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that was why I thought, okay, when I had that moment when I was on chemotherapy and prednisone, and not sleeping. I realized that people need a supplement designed specifically for them. And so I created this thing called Neutronize Zone and you can find it at Neutronize.com and it gives back all of those nutrients that prednisone is depleting and making people feel awful.
0: Where can people find you? Cause I know we have listeners that maybe they're on prednisone right now. Maybe it's just been recommended to them by their physician or, or someone else. Um, where can they find more information about you if they really want to dive into this a little bit more?
1: Yeah. So I have my main website is prednisonepharmacist.com. And those are two of the hardest words in the English language to spell. (laughs) But if you have your prescription bottle and it says prednisone, and then it says pharmacy, (laughs) you should be able to spell prednisonepharmacist.com. And on that website, I have, I've got Hundred YouTube videos and articles all about prednisone. And you can search my website for answers to your questions, like why is prednisone causing weight gain? Or what can I do about prednisone causing hair loss? Or is this a side effect? I actually have a searchable side effect list for you that you can see on there. Um, Because when you Google prednisone side effects, what they show on those search results is terrible it like i have no idea where the information came from because it makes no sense for example the number one side effect listed on webmd is nausea but nobody actually gets nausea (laughs) prednisone it's actually the opposite they prescribe prednisone for chemotherapy causing nausea so it's just terrible information if you're googling it check out my website instead for prednisone side effects searches to find out if it's happening to you
0: Wow that's that's great to know. Um, and so I'm I'm really glad that, that you were able to come on and, and have this conversation with us Dr. Megan because um, this is such an important topic. I, I really would I would so much prefer people to understand the risks, the side effects, uh, the implications of use of something like this up front versus some of the people I've had conversations with you know a year, two years later didn't even have any idea that that would have been the case Um, and probably would have made some different adjustments or changes uh, at some point if they would have known these things. So again, I really appreciate your time today. This was incredibly helpful for, for you being here.
1: Wonderful. I am so excited to help people to not just survive those side effects, but thrive while on prednisone. And I forgot to mention that I have this amazing list and it's called the prednisone checklist. And you can see which of the top seven s- mistakes you're making and how to solve that problem.
0: That's wonderful. And and we will, uh, I'll be sure to link to the resources that and some of the things you've mentioned, uh, you know, about your website, about, it sounds like the you've got a product out there aligned with you know, helping people on prednisone, which is fantastic. Um, and then I'll, I'll make sure I add those things in the show notes. And you can find all the resources, show notes, everything we discussed here today over at bonecoach.com forward slash prednisone dash pharmacist dash osteoporosis. Again, thanks so much for tuning in for this episode of the Bone Coach Show. I'm your bone coach, Kevin Ellis. I'll see you soon. Hope you found this episode of the Bone Coach Show helpful. You can find all the resources, show notes, everything mentioned over at bonecoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, be sure to share it with someone you love, a friend, family member, even a group of people. And also be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode that can help you improve your bones, your health, and your future. One last reminder, if you haven't done so already, head over to bonecoach.com for more great resources to help you get on the path to stronger bones and an active future. I'm your bone coach, Kevin Ellis. I'll see you in the next episode.